Hey kids, you're listening to Nothing in Moderation with Travis and Mike. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on this regularly scheduled dumpster fire. You can catch us on all the social medias under at Nothing in Mod Pod. So let's go ahead and get this hillbilly hog fight underway. So recording. Are you recording? I'm recording. Yay, hot pocket. <clears throat> Man, is that the is that a new Peloton in the background? I mean, it's not a new Peloton. New to you? It's and Peloton. And Peloton. <laughs> and Peloton. Nice to finally meet the namesake of the like, bike. Like Anne Boleyn. I don't know who that is. I don't either. It's just a <laughs> name I know. I heard it in a Blues Traveler song. Suck it in, suck the it in if you're in Tin Tin or Anne Boleyn. Uh, uh, Rinton Tin, I know. That's a, a yeah. dog, or at least it was. Oh, God. Oh, God. Whew. You had pouring yourself an adult beverage and making a mess of it? Pouring myself a cherry Dr. Pepper Zero and almost Man. made a mess. 24 flavors delicious. And Boleyn. B O L E Y N. And Boleyn. Queen of England from 1533 to 1536. That's, that's only three years. The second wife of King Henry VIII. Oh, so. he's the one who choppy choppied. Oh, is that what that. it is? I think Henry, Henry VIII is the uh, and the her subsequent ex- subsequent execution at the Tower of London. So, Got her. There you go. Remember, it's against the church to get divorced, but if you kill the wife, you're allowed to remarry whoever you want. See, <laughs> that seems like a a less than ideal loophole. To who? <laughs> to everyone who's not the king. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Uh, That's how it is when the rules are written by one group. That it is. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. I uh so I uh I bought a box of fudge rounds. Oh boy. So because <laughs> I'm wish five I... foot three and three hundred pounds. With a ginger beard? With kinda. I got a dark red beard. Had I known that we were doing the, the chocolate rounds thing, <laughs> I'd have bought some we just got groceries today. I didn't actually buy any. Oh I should have. Were Choco Gen- Rounds on Gen- your uh, your list of top five snacks? Absolutely. Cakes? Oh, yeah. Towards the top. They off I, the list now? Huh? No. Are they off the Absolutely list now? Because of they're that? even higher on they might. They're probably number one now. Oh, man. You're one of them rich men in Richmond. Yep. That's me. Rich man in Richmond. You know what's funny? I've talked about this before. It's sort of in this vein. But I... So I'm in the that lawn care business owners group. And there was there are guys that like bill at the end of the month and then wait another 30 days for their people to pay them. I'm like, so you're 60 days behind. I'm like, how does that work? (laughs) And like, I was like, I, I bill after the first service. And then, you know, if you haven't paid by the next service, then, you know, we'll have a conversation, but I'm, you know, if you haven't paid by the next service, you're not going to get service. And they're like, Oh, that just means you're broke. (laughs) 
Because I don't want to float 60 days of fucking hard work in 100 degree heat. Kiss my whole asshole, sir. And then what happens when they just don't pay? What, yeah, what you're shit out when, of luck. When they're just like, I wonder how long I can You've do done this. 60 days of work and you're not going to get any money because you're not going to take them to small claims court. The, the money that they owe you isn't, it's not worth it. Yeah, so, I mean, I usually ask you, "Hey, can I wait until payday?" Yeah, so that, that's, and that's <laughs> so I'm that like, it comes I, out of one account. I'm just like, I'm like, I don't understand, like how you guys are fucking. Like, oh, this is a, this is a net thirty minimum type of business, and I was like, no, I don't, whatever. I don't think that's the case. <laughs> so. yeah, I want, I hope the little neighborhood kids that run around with a lawnmower for summer money aren't getting for by the homeowners. Yeah, we'll pay you in sixty days. Yeah, actually, I need, I need a couple of those kids. There's a couple of lawns I want to pawn off on them. I need you have me worried that I haven't paid you yet for this. No, you're month. good. Okay. It's like, oh man, yeah. I'm looking through the no, no, account. No, no, you're good. I just thought that but in that same vein of, of being rich or, or broke, I, I got told today I was broke because I I don't want to wait sixty days for my money. Like that happens on commercial shit. But like accounts payable only cuts checks certain times of the month. Nothing you can do about it. It's just the way they are. Right. It's one of the risks of taking on that type of work. And like you, you should know that going into it. Like that's just you know that's how it is. Yeah, but you don't you don't do commercial loans. I don't. I do not. And the people that so, I work for are not commercial people. <laughs> well, so Ashley and I had that dis- discussion about commercial stuff and like the rate that Dad pays at the clinic mm-hmm. and and all that jazz. <clears throat> and part of what she brought up was with the commercial accounts, they pay attention to what the rules are for the city slash county. Mm-hmm on what plants have to be on the property. So like dad was told, Oh, well, you know, you have to have this many of this type of plant somewhere on the property. So like he had to plant a tree out back and stuff. And that was something the lawn care took care of that realistically is a lot more hassle for you to to pick up, to have to know, especially for the, you know, depending upon how big your operation is, like the 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 many different municipalities you may deal in. Right. Because they're not all going to be the same. Nope. Yeah, I don't want any part of commercial work. Although it's it's one of those things like it seems easier because you don't have to worry about waking people up. So like I could literally start as soon as the sun comes up versus waiting until eight or nine o'clock. Yeah, um, I mean we our previous lawn guy would sometimes show up here as the sun was coming yeah. up and it, it is whatever. Yeah. I just like I you're you're a little bit different from me because you're so far, far away, away that like it's I leave when the sun comes up and, you know, by the time I pick my brother up and get there, it's, you know, eight, nine o'clock or whatever. So, um, but regardless, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> the commercial thing. One last thing, the mm-hmm. commercial thing too, though, like the rates end up being a lot lower sometimes because yeah. they'll do everyone on the block mm-hmm. and, you know, they'll just show up with a truck and a crew and say, yep. go for it. And they spend a full eight hours there. They oh, have, yeah. you know, 10 properties or yeah. whatever it is. And six guys with weed whackers. Yeah. And, there's guys that have like multi-million dollar profit lawn lawn and landscaping operations that only do commercial work. Well, I mean, there's a guy here in my neighborhood that only does commercial work, and I only know this because he he buys all of his gas from the gas station at the end of the road. He's got like a setup with that guy where like his guys go through th- throughout the day, right? Get fuel, and the store keeps track of it, and he stops in every night on his nice. way home with his crew and just puts it all on his, you know, business card or whatever. And I've been right. there a couple of times when he was doing that. All he does is commercial work. Cemeteries, you know, whatever. And, you know, that's I, I don't I don't want any part of that. <laughs> I don't want to manage people or or yeah. be someone's boss. Like I just <laughs> And to if do that kind did, of work, you need multiple people. Like, yeah, you, it's not a two man operation. No, no, there's you know, there's there's small things that you could do. You know, like little businesses here and there. Like, 
But then you like advanced auto parts is one. Like they have like a management company that you go through to get the account. Right. And it's not like you, you can do that with two people. It's quick in and out, you know, but like advanced auto parts pays like 60 to 90 days net depending upon how they're feeling that month. So you could, you could end up doing it 10 times in that yeah. period. Yeah. And I just don't, I don't, I don't want to work that hard for no money. <laughs> like I, I don't want to work this hard anyway. <laughs> I what definitely don't want to do it for no money. What makes the most sense to me is if you, if you didn't mind having employees is if you could get the contract for a subdivision or a retirement mm-hmm. community that covered lawn service for everyone. Mm-hmm. And then you literally just go through the neighborhood, lawn to lawn to lawn yeah. to lawn. And it's a, a full-time gig. And yeah. even if it only pays you 50 bucks a lawn or whatever it is, yeah. you're, you literally end up doing oh, know, yeah. Yeah, a hundred yeah. lawns or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah there was a guy, loop. there's guys out there that do like, they'll have like six crews and they'll mow like a hundred yards a day and gross 10 grand a day. And they work six days a week. It seems like a lot of logistics to figure out. It's got it. Like I, it's a lot of logistics to figure out for my very, very, very small operation. Like it's like, it's, you know, like I have a piece of software that I use that makes it a lot easier, but like it is like the, the more involved it gets, like staying in contact when you miss things, like, you know, if it rains or whatever and you miss half your day, like you've got, you know, and then you've got people in the office. Now you've got people in the office keeping track of that shit. And you've got, you know, a maintenance guy on staff because you've got so many mowers and crews that you can't, you know, guys that are mowing that much a day, they're going there every night when that mower gets back to the shop. Right. It's getting a fresh set of blades. You have a full-time maintenance department. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. You know, I so. used to think that's what I wanted to get into. Not specifically mm-hmm. lawn, but I used to really enjoy the logistics of that yeah. stuff. And uh, not anymore. No. <laughs> I don't want to figure all that shit mm-hmm. out. It's a pain in the ass. So, but yeah. welcome to the podcast. Oh yeah, welcome to the business, the entrepreneurship podcast, <laughs> where we the choppy choppy grassy grassy podcast, where we talk about how we do poorly at business, including this podcast. <laughs> we rec- we I just record episodes and then don't tell anybody about them. <laughs> that's true. That's how how good our promotional. <laughs> we need to get the, the marketing department yeah, on. Yeah, we got we got to figure that out. I am not the marketing department, so that is it, the, you know. I enjoy when it comes up on my on this day and mm-hmm. the funny photos and seeing that we actually did mm-hmm. okay. We gave it hell. Quick little quips mm-hmm. and especially when we would do when we were recording every week, but mm-hmm. we were two or three weeks ahead. Yeah, and we would go through and grab little snippets. Mm-hmm. It was always fun to me to have the little snippet that With ended funny up being picture. funny. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So. Like the guy falling in the shower <laughs> with the background description of what's the worst way to be found. Those cost me a lot of money because the software that does those are not free or is not free. Really? Yeah. Because you did it on our phone. There, I found a way to do it sort of for free, but it still watermarks it with the fucking thing. So I no. was paying for to get the watermark removed, basically. So, did you got to spend money to be Joe Rogan? I guess so. I don't think he spends any money. No, somebody does. Yeah. So the uh, I Google also, search that pull it up on the pull it up on the screen, Jamie. Yeah, Jamie, pull that up on the screen. Shut the fuck up, Joe. I also <laughs> um, someone said it out loud the other day, and I agreed with them. And I think it's kind of a hot take, but I don't think Burt Kreischer is funny. I I had never heard of Burt Kreischer until Brad <clears throat> yeah. was making a big stink about him probably five years ago. Yeah, and I watched one of his standups, and I didn't find him that funny but that's how i stumbled upon tom segura yeah tom is and tom segura funny. cracked me up and then i watched his most recent stand up and i was mm-hmm. like oh he's 
he's not as funny. No. <laughs> he's it's he's a moving weird, away from what made a, me laugh. It's a weird thing, and I, I'm sure if it were happening to you or I, it would probably... Or if it were if it if it were you or I in their shoes, I'm sure to some extent the amount of money that those guys rake in would change us in some form or fashion. You know, I don't yeah. think about, you know, like we would still be the type of people that we are, but our comedy would change because our perspective changes. So I, I get that. That makes sense. But I didn't think he was funny before he got super duper famous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, because those were the two up and coming names. Mm-hmm. I thought Segura was definitely the funnier one. Absolutely, yeah. He now I will say he does things that make me laugh, but the mm-hmm. stand up didn't make me laugh as much as it used to. Like when yeah. he when he pranks people, mm-hmm. just because the way he does stuff, I think is fantastic with the the line of thinking mm-hmm. I have, like. He made some Burt Kreischer movie, mm-hmm. The Machine or whatever, and he financed it. And it just, it's ridiculous that he would do that. Because yeah. even if it's bad, it's a great prank. Yeah. Um, and I think I told you one of the stand ups we watch with him is You've Got to Kill It. Mm-hmm. And it's him and two other comedians go and do like a Southeast Asia tour. Mm-hmm. He, the guys have their bits and they rotate who tells jokes first that night. Mm-hmm. And on the last night, the biggest show, Kre- or Segura opened. And he opened with the opening jokes from the other two comedians. That's and one, funny. One of the other comedians is losing his fucking <laughs> mind, and he's angry. And his his opening is ranting about Segura uh-huh. doing that. And the third comedian thinks it's the funniest thing in the fucking world. He's like, I can't believe he did that. That's amazing. It was pretty funny. And, and it had me in <clears throat> stitches, dude. I like. I also feel like, and I'm sure it's a because if you're doing a, a tour like that, you have a set five, ten, twenty minutes, whatever it is you're doing. And it doesn't change the whole time. So you're used to it. You know it. But if you're also, if you're doing a Southeast Asian tour, you've got more than 20 minutes available. Like you can find some other shit. I'm just sure that sucks right. to have to do on the fly, like to figure out, you know, and remember <laughs> well, these other jokes and shit. Like I get it, but. Well, and they talk about how your opening <clears throat> joke really needs to set the pace for the show. So like you need to be, yeah. if, if you're yeah. funny right off the get go, you yeah. can be less funny later and people still think you're funny. Mm-hmm. If their first impression is oh, you're not that's funny. That's what happened to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You that's said why really people good think I'm funny because I set high expectations and I just underwhelm. Yep. But it, oh God, it, there was a scene in the show where he's in Manila or something mm. like that, and he's talking to the crowd, and and someone speaks Spanish. He's like, "Oh, you speak Spanish?" And they're like, "Yeah." And then he starts talking to the audience <laughs> member in Spanish for like three minutes. Yeah. And he stops. He goes, "How does it feel, motherfuckers?" <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I. But. I don't know, like every time I see a clip of Two Bears, One Cave, I think I've sent you the video where it's just like somebody making fun of Bert's laugh. And like, that's, yeah. the, that's it's just like, I'm just like, fuck, you guys are killing me. I want but, you to be funnier and likable. You're just fucking, you're not likable anymore. <laughs> and that happens. It happened with me and Eminem. Eminem's not likable to me anymore, you know? Yeah, you've always had a weird opinion on him. No, I haven't. I've, I was, for a long time, I was a giant Eminem fan. But Thought you he could also, do no wrong. He but made you a also turn. would say that you liked the album, an older album now, more than you did when it was new. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I so like, like when, when it was brand new, you'd be like, ah, like three out of five, and then later yeah. you'd be like five out of five. Yeah. yeah or whatever happens. the That happens is. with a lot of music stuff. Give them five records or five mics stars is, or banjos or whatever. Yeah, it's not banjos. We're not, we're not Richmond north of Richmond. We don't give out banjos. <laughs> so are we going to actually talk about I, Actually, I would like to because I've, I've got some shit that I would like to say on that. Yeah. I just sent you an article too. I didn't get a chance to watch it or read it. I I saw saw the Reddit thing pop up with his face, but I didn't get a chance to look at it. 
Yeah, I had seen. I saw the 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 caption or whatever, and I knew that from the beginning. Like, there's a giant. If if you guys don't know what we're talking about, it's uh, Oliver. What the fuck's that? Oliver North is his last name. (laughs) I think Ollie. (laughs) (laughs) Or is that a porn star? (laughs) Is Oliver North a porn star or is that Peter North? I don't fucking know. Peter North is a porn star. Peter North. He's the guy that that load crazy. Uh, What's your ginger beard guy's name? Oliver North was a <laughs> was a North. <laughs> Oliver North is an American political commentator and TV show host, oh. military historian. Oliver Anthony. He's got two first names too. I just I really just realized that this you can't trust someone with two first names. Absolutely not. Um, we're talking about Oliver Anthony and his Richmond North of Richmond, and <laughs> I think the my my whole insight on the the scenario is. White people needed something after the, the the fight at the marina in Alabama where they tried that in a small town and it didn't go well for the white people. They needed something to get to get their get back. And <laughs> they, they found needed, and they found this guy in the, the hills of, of Virginia. They needed something to schedule against the steel chair match, the Royal Rumble. Yeah. So um you know it's weird because I the first couple times I saw clips of the song, it was the earlier verses where he's talking about shit that we all relate to, you know, about taxes and things like that. And then it's just like the last half of the song, he just falls off and starts repeating fucking right wing tropes about people, you know, on welfare and shit. Like, like even, even if you are on welfare, do you, do you not, are you not allowed to have a treat? Like, is that, is that against the rules? Like, it is depends that, on who you ask. But also, like, I, I don't know. Like, I look around at what people buy when I'm in the grocery store. I'm like, what do they got? What's that? What's in their basket? And I'm like, oh, fudge rounds. But n- at no point <laughs> in my thinking about them having fudge rounds in their basket, am I like, bet they're on welfare. <laughs> you don't look at their basket like, and go, damn, that's my money. How come yeah. I can't have that? <clears throat> like, like, I don't even, I, I don't even pay attention. I used to work with a guy. Uh, we had... We worked in a call center together and he, we were both supervisors, but he also had a part-time job working at Seven Eleven in Pine Hills. And he would tell me that like the EBT machine, cause it, at the, at this time they weren't one machine. There was like a separate one for EBT and that, you know, cause whatever credit card machine they had couldn't process credit cards and snap right. in the same one. But like, he's like, oh yeah, he's like, if you, he's like, I would just keep the machine spun around towards me. And if somebody needed to use it and I didn't agree with what they were buying, he's like, when I spun it around to him, I would unplug it just a little bit and be like, oh, sorry, it's not working. What? And I'm like, you're such a fucking, like, I thought it was funny at the time because I was a completely different person. But like, looking back on that, I'm like, you're such a fucking cocksucker. Like, why the fuck does it matter? It doesn't. And it's just, it's penalizing people to penalize people because you you have the ability to, but it's it's not your place. Irony. That guy moved out of state and yeah. uh, is like a supervisor in the state he moved to's call center where all he does all day is uh, take calls from people that need to sign up and or have issues for receiving their SNAP benefits in that state. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't, I don't, ooh, how'd you get that job? Like, would you, would you, how'd you lie to them? What, I don't understand this. <laughs> Did you tell him about the Seven Eleven thing? And he, the, he and probably the said he denies people's benefits as often as he can. Maybe it's like Jesus it's like an Christ. insurance adjuster. Ooh, yeah. no, you forgot to dot an I. We're not going to cover your <laughs> <Sorry>. car. <laughs> Ooh, sorry about your roof. Yeah, the but like, but I guess the song is like because I I like that older quote unquote outlaw country. Um, you know, like I enjoy 
the clash conscious country and i i had high hopes because like the first part of the song i'm like fuck yeah this is what i this is the kind of country that i actually really enjoy and then i just fucking just dashed ruined ruined i tried to listen to it and and i even told you this in text it just it's like listening to a raccoon die (laughs) i I just i the sound is not anything i'm into and i get it that it's not not what i listen to but what i listen to isn't what everyone listens to but it's bad like like I get outlaw, quote unquote outlaw yeah, yeah. country. People can't see me doing air quotes, but like Johnny Cash, where he says he'll shoot a man just for the hell of it mm-hmm. type deal. Like I get it. You're being a, a badass or whatever. Yeah. You know, Johnny but, Cash also has a line about his black wife and people messing with her and how he was going to fuck them up for doing that. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like he had a, a little bit of insight that a lot of people didn't because he was in an interracial relationship and people mm-hmm. say racism isn't real, but he experienced it on a regular basis. Yeah. But you know, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, so I, I don't know. And there's, there's the whole fucking like possibly, and I didn't realize Astro, I didn't really, I didn't know what astroturfing was until this. I didn't realize it was a thing <clears throat> like intentionally, spiking intentionally the ball. spiking, um, the views effectively. You know, and like the 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 right wing guys that were behind making sure that this went like some of the first people to to tweet out the video or whatever were was a guy whose entire fucking livelihood is wrapped up in pushing right wing politics and making it trying to make it mainstream. Like Are you he's, talking about Peterson, Peterson. I think yeah, yeah. I think it's so his, he's oh. mentioned that that article I sent you. They mm-hmm. mentioned that the the. Ollie Oliver Anderson or whatever his name was <clears throat> that he I like Ollie we'll call him Ollie Pop Ollie Pop mm-hmm. that uh when he when they dig a little bit into like his YouTube channel and his playlists mm-hmm. and stuff like that there's an entire hunk of it that's just like Peterson conspiracy theories and how Israel's yep. behind 911 and mm-hmm. and everything so they're like oh I guess he's anti-semitic cuz he pushes 911 anti-Israel conspiracies mm-hmm. So, but they talk about how Joe Rogan was a big push on him mm-hmm. and how Peterson was and just those, um, I don't really want to call Joe Rogan right wing cause he he's kind of all over the board Mm-mm. on stuff, Nope. but he's they right talk wing. about how people who influence the right wing or, or tend to be viewed positively by the right wing pushed this guy pretty heavily. Yeah. I don't know. He's, I... he's the musical equivalent to raisins and potato salad. Um, Joe Rogan is absolutely right wing. Um, because even when he disagrees or not disagrees, when he agrees with, um, let quote unquote left wing people he brings on the show, it's not anything more than him just placating, I think to, to move the show along. I don't think there's any value in him when he does that kind of shit. Well, I I don't think he means it. That's one of my reasons to not take anything he does too seriously mm-hmm. is it feels very chameleon. Yeah. Like I'm just going to gel with whoever's on the show. Absolutely. Because it makes for entertainment. Absolutely. But yeah, if it, you know, if I want the most people to listen, I'm going to bring on people that are controversial from both sides and just kind of gel with them and let them do their thing and shut the fuck up. So yeah, he's good at that. I don't, you know, no, he's, he clearly is very successful yeah. at it. I don't, you know, I don't think, uh, I don't think Joey Boy is, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's a good dude. I think that's you part think of he's my. A, huh? Do you think he's a Republican or do you think he's a Libertarian? He's probably more Libertarian, I would guess. Which is, which is an odd fork in the road for some people. 
because and, and I because I've been there and it's the libertarian. <laughs> Most of us go through a libertarian. The libertarian phase. fork in the road usually leads you very far right or very far left. I don't. I'm trying to think of what opinions I had when I believed in a libertarian candidate that the only thing I could see as being a quote unquote leftist point of view was drugs. It's not, it's not the leftist point of view necessarily. It's not the, 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 the turn left from libertarianism is not, isn't anything founded in libertarianism. It is, it is the, you realize how abhorrent libertarianism is. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing about libertarians that, would make you lean left except for probably the the stance on drugs that you know just legalize it all and let it sort itself out um it is it is realizing that people matter more than a libertarian would have you believe they do there there was a quote that we had on one of the episodes where it was i was a libertarian until i realized other people have a, exist or have a right to exist or have feelings yep. or something like that. I, like, okay. When I, when I, the volunteering for the, the local democratic club, whenever I teach the classes that I'm doing for getting people involved or whatever, and letting them help us with, um, you know, events and stuff that we go to, I, I, it's the one thing that I say to them, like I, you know, I'm, I'm new to this. I'm, I'm a recovering libertarian <laughs> and my, you know, my, my breaking point was realizing that people matter more than other political parties would have you believe they do, you know, and, and it, it, you know, that's kind of my, where I'm coming from is that just in general people matter, you know, and, yeah. and their, their situations are different and you, you know, you haven't lived in their shoes and. Well, and there's not one, one <clears throat> solution that fits every no, situation not at all. So yeah. that's the hard part about being involved with the democratic party though, is the, Hey, they, they think there's a solution that fits it all. So it's like a, Trying to weave through it is, is has been, become difficult for me. Yeah, I mean, there's what's the best we can do with what we have. Yeah, <clears throat> and I don't. I think if you're trying to find a solution that's a hundred percent perfect, you're just forever yeah. going to fight that. And and we ran into that with libertarianism. Um, <laughs> well, no, I was going to say with with the COVID stuff mm-hmm. when all that was going on. Oh well, why should we wear, wear a mask? They're not a hundred percent effective. And it's like nothing is a hundred percent effective. Yeah. And it's all about risk mitigation and, and trying to explain that to people who just don't want to hear it is heard your dad wore a condom when he was having sex with your mom. I wish that was a hundred percent effective. Yep. It isn't. But we're living anyway. proof. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, no, it's it's a it's it, I don't know. I'm I'm in every day I'm more and more fed up with people and the weather. <laughs> Those two things are just <laughs> just an old man outside with a nice lawn screaming just, at a cloud. God damn it! Oh, I fucking I mowed my own lawn finally last night. <laughs> by the time it's I like got a barber done, having a a bad haircut. Yeah, by the time I got done, like, I, and I didn't wear one of like my, my dry fit work shirts. I just wore whatever I had on throughout the day. My fucking t shirt was soaked from like the neck all the way halfway down my stomach. I was literally like, if I shook my head, I could shake water out of my beard or sweat out of my beard. It was fucking terrible. I was like, why the fuck do I do this? It's terrible outside, man. Yeah. I yeah, feel like a little bit of a gangster, though, rolling around on a fucking stand-up commercial mower, mowing my own little tiny front <laughs> lawn, though. <laughs> Put it out there for the neighbors to see. Yeah, bitches. It's like walking around in gray sweatpants <laughs> in the middle of the summer. Actually, so actually, everyone sees you of, swing. All of my neighbors have lawn service. <laughs> Just not you? Yeah, I, I have no desire to mow my neighbor's lawns. So yeah, That seems I, terrible. 
also, if I'm like, hey, we got rained out, they're going to know we didn't get rained out. <laughs> well, think about that's That's how it was living with a cop, right? Yeah. We're going to go to the neighbor's house. He's a cop. He'll get it fixed. We'll be mm-hmm. like, don't bother me. Yeah, don't, don't fucking do that. You're not going to like the outcome. Well, it sounds like you're breaking in. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, all right. So, Oliver North Anthony sucks. What's, what's next? <laughs> Oliver North Anthony sucks. We're going to Virginia in October. Oh, God. I thought you canceled that. Uh, we didn't. Like, I get to wear a vest. I, I think I sent you the pictures of the vest. I'm you did not. To for the way. <laughs> so I Where are you going to get that thing? Omar the tent maker? <laughs> oh. Going to have to skin a whole buffalo. I'm glad I hadn't taken a drink yet. But but I asked Sheepy what the, the, the dress was for his wedding because I'm in the wedding party. And he's like, a pair of clean blue jeans. What? Boots. Boots, a white button-up what shirt. What shoes do you wear? Uh, it depends on, like, when I wear boots, they're oh. like an 11 triple wide. Oh, never mind. I had a but pair of I, 13s I was going to let you, let you uh, borrow. Just stomp around in Timberlands? Yeah. No, no, no. I have, like, actual <laughs> legit, like, Justin Boots, Steel Toe fucking... Oh, I've got a really cutties. nice set of Red Wings. Oh, okay. Um, that's not but, the kind of boots he's talking about, buddy. Well, that's what he's going to get. I <laughs> but, but clean blue jeans, boots... Um, white button-up shirt, long sleeve, and a brown vest. And I was like, well, he didn't specify, so I started sending him pictures of, like, you know, like the Wild West See, sheriff vest that's leather. That's where you fucked up. You shouldn't have sent him pictures. You should have just well, ordered something. And then I found one that's, like, the one that they would have told you in middle school was a Native American <laughs> vest because it's got the tassels, the yeah. shredded leather. Yeah. I was like, can I wear this one? It's, like, $39. <laughs> and he's like, I'll send a link in group chat of what you need to buy. God damn it. I hate that shit, too. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, to buy. Sir, we just, you just, I'll tell you my size. You order and have it shipped to me. This yeah, your sure. And they're going to want to know why he's ordering a weather balloon. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, but it'll it'll be. In, I mean, at least in theory, I can wear the blue jeans again. I've got the boots. I just need to find the most atrocious, massive belt buckle to wear. That way, I outdo everyone else. Like it needs to be like a twenty-inch spinner as wonder, a belt buckle. I'll, have to, I'll check eBay and see if there's anything worth a shit on eBay. Yes. So you just we'll, have to we'll make sure it goes to like buckle. 52 inches of belt. A lot of, well, some, sometimes in all, it'll depend on the one you buy, um, but you can put your own belt on them. Gotcha. Well, it so. needs to be like a ratchet strap. It needs to be that long. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Actually, that's what you should do. Just get a ratchet <laughs> strap. strap. Uh, I got a couple you, extras. Bright yellow, guys, too. You guys said to wear a vest, so here's my high visibility road work vest. <laughs> you won't show up in a hard hat. You, it's uh, like you don't know me. No, I do. That's, that's why I said it. We'll see how long my hair is by then. Yep. Oh, man. The, uh, sorry. No, you're good. Ashley and I were talking about growing the hair out again and what to do, because last mm-hmm. time we did the long mullet, and I donated like 15 inches of hair. Mm-hmm. I was like, we could just first time we've ever given anyone fifteen inches. Yeah, hey, without three tries. (laughs) But we talked about cutting the top off, Mm -hmm. like a whole skullet, and just letting the yeah skullet letting Mm -hmm. the sides grow out. And she told me absolutely not. No fun. She is told her I was going to leave the the curls at the front, like the uh, Orthodox Jews, (laughs) and just let it get as long. And and what's wild is my hair is extremely straight, so it'll Mm -hmm. just grow straight down. Like a waterfall of hair. That would be kind of funny. So we'll have to see what I can get away. The other thing I pitched was, I don't know if you remember like old uh, Kung Fu movies 
where the he- where people's heads are super shaven, and then just the back of their head has oh, a yeah. circle like of hair into a braid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was told no on that too. God damn it! It's important. What is? You don't even go out in public. I know, it's important to me. No, I'm <laughs> to saying, be able to do these things. That's what I'm saying. You don't, leave, you don't even leave the house. You're not going to embarrass her. Generally not. Well, not I mean, if you're going to embarrass her regardless of your hair. <laughs> exactly. So The fact I have my own gravitational pull isn't embarrassment <laughs> enough. Stop it. Is that weather balloons? Yeah. Oh, man. But let's see. What else do we got? The time I made my wife cry. <laughs> Which time? Uh, I made her, made her cry over the weekend. I hate you. I, I made a joke to her about not wearing her engagement ring because she doesn't love me anymore. And I thought it was clearly a joke. Nope. And it, never. it was nothing. It not. <laughs> no. How do you how do you even it, think that was a joke? Because I didn't mean it seriously. I, I wasn't mad about it. It went over like I'm, one of those uh, leather vest, weather balloons. I am disappointed in you, sir. You should yeah. have known better. I, I know better now. Yeah. If you can't knew better, be, you'd do can't better. Can't be old and wise until you're young and stupid, right? It's true, but you're 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 border borderline not young anymore, buddy. That's I'm not true. either. I feel you. That's true. Yeah, no, I I'm disappointed that you thought that was gonna go over as a ha ha funny and not a, a maker. <laughs> not cry. a what? Not funny. <laughs> what other kind of funny is there? <laughs> <laughs> like a Burt Kreischer joke? Yeah, basically, it went over like a Burt Kreischer joke. And I took my shirt off and I stood there and yelled, "I'm the machine." Yeah. So we got that one. All right. Well, good job fucking that up. We got Arby's. Oh, mm-hmm. I saw that after you mowed the lawn this weekend, you went to the hot dog place. Tell mm-hmm. us about that. Yep. Yep. Well, I got just you a glizzy. Got me a glizzy. So, you know, fucking. We got there at like 10.55 and they don't open until 11. So we oh, had really? to sit in the truck like weirdos until <laughs> they flipped the sign around. I want a hot dog. Yeah. I wanted a hot dog real bad. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You know, I. I'm so picky about hot dogs. Like, I won't eat just, like, random Oscar Mayer from the fucking store. Like, whatever it is about their hot dogs, like, I, I really, like, I don't know. I'm sure they're Nathan's or something like that or whatever, but. Was that your first time there? No, no, no. I've been there before. Oh, okay. So, and they there's a place, there's another place in Orlando on the east side called Hot Dog Heaven that has, like, the same bun, the same style of hot dog. and Nice. So, like, I've been there a bunch before. So. Got you a lunch sandwich. Yeah, actually, and I was reading, I was on Reddit in like, cause I'm, I'm in the Orlando subreddit. Um, and they were asking, somebody was like, Oh, where's the best burger, you know, outside of like the big chain burger joints or whatever. And multiple people said that their burger is actually really fucking good. It's a, I thought so. It's a smash burger style yeah. burger. Yeah. Um, I got the one that's absolutely covered in cheese and I was like, this was a mistake because <laughs> you, you can't eat it without getting messy, but Ask me how I know. My brother got chili cheese dogs, and they are all over the inside of the truck. Oh, good thing it's a, a new truck. Yeah, it's a good thing it's a work truck. <laughs> just let it ride. Fuck it. Just just wipe your hands on the dash. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I haven't had a chance to stock the glove box with, like, napkins and shit, because I haven't had it that long, so. And they didn't give us any napkins, so. I'm just like, well. They, even, they got rid of their soda fountain that used to yeah. be outside. Well, also, they don't have Coke Zero, which is a big dislike in my box they also don't have unsweet tea so like if you don't like diet coke and can't have sugary drinks you're basically getting water getting water which is disappointing after a day's heart day's worth of hard work <laughs> and getting <laughs> rained on at the end so if there's anything i need at the end of a hot sweaty day of it's work, a coke fucking it's zero a coke. with my glizzy <laughs> lots of soda i've drank i've drank fucking 
90 something ounces of water between 8 and 10.30. I want a fucking Coke Zero. Need to restock my kidney stones. Yeah. Like I I have a, I bring a 32 ounce um, liquid IV or some, one of those like, not Propel, um, like Pedialyte style drinks. Like, cause I, Gatorade makes one now and and there's liquid IV. You show up looking like a guy who was on an alcoholic (laughs) bender the night before, but you don't even drink. Yeah. Um, like I, so I have like a 32 ounce, one of those that I make and drink throughout the day. And then I also drink like three to six bottles of water, depending upon how long we're working. So, you know, so I don't die out there and such, but I definitely come home and I'm like, give me Coke zero right now. Put it in my belly. Uh, That's if I, if I had a lawnmower, (laughs) I would, that's what the beers are for. You got to drink the nice cold beers while you're riding on the mower. Have it. Have it in a coos. These fucking, my old mower had a, a, a cup holder. These fucking commercial mowers don't. Pisses me off. Get a DUI. Could, yeah. I mean, I don't know. The, I don't want to stand up on a mower and get drunk. That seems terrible. So I understand why it doesn't have a cup holder, but I also don't understand why it doesn't have a cup holder. Do you need both hands to control the mower at all times? Like is one side a throttle and one no, side a brake? They're, they, it works just like a zero turn does, but instead of like if you... You ever seen how they when you're sitting down on one like there's the two handles and you push them both forward or both back and then okay to go forward like and back tank but then if you move left or right you push one forward if you push the right one forward it's going to turn left right you're left yeah if you push the left okay. one forward it's going to turn right this the stand on zero turn is the same way except the controls are smaller and in your hands so you push them all the way forward to go forward all the way back to go back and then if you push the right one forward you turn left okay so and then so it'll counter steer and shit if you. So you know, if you want to keep moving, you need both hands. If you want to keep moving in a straight line, you could sneak by for a few minutes with one hand. But okay. if you want to, if you if you're you know if you need to turn and shit, you're gonna you need both hands. So just need to hook a little steering wheel up to. Yeah, it's it's tricky to learn how to do the stand ons too. It's it's the because it's the same controls but it's very different. Like it's you know because you're used to using your arms and shit and like your whole whatever, and now you're just using your hands and like you're just using like two little PlayStation joysticks. Yeah, but you're also standing is is overall standing is better because sitting down is fucking shitty, especially on because these mowers don't have like suspension on them. You know, right. so every bump you're fucking, you're over it and it's, you know, fucking slamming your ass back down on the seat. Versus it, letting your knees absorb all that. Yeah. And, but there's also in the stand on portion, there's springs that absorb it a little bit in the platform you stand on. Like the deck still is stationary and you're still on a rigid frame, but at least in the stand on, in the platform you stand on, there's a little bit of give. So you kind of, you know, move around like a little bit Like it's not hard, hard attached. It's like trailer hitched essentially and it bounces a little bit. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, I'll have to come out and yeah, watch you. I'll let you ride one a cool around. beverage in the shadow. No, I'll let you ride one around with the blades off. <laughs> that way I'm not oh, mowing away, my own lawn. Away from the lake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and so the thing with the stand-ons, especially when you get close to, like, water and shit, is they're, they're better because you if something's going to go wrong, it's easier to jump off of a stand-on and get out of the fucking way. <laughs> Instead of trying to tuck Instead and of roll off, to, of, yeah, off of a horse, <laughs> just kind of hope for the best. So... But, but I mean, I also if you let go with your hands, it should stop moving forward, right? In theory, yeah. But if something went wrong, you know. But also, because I bought these used and they were used on a commercial accounts and shit, 
all of the safety features have been turned off. So like I can leave the blades on and step off the mower and it just keeps running, <laughs> which isn't, oh, okay. you know, like it, you know, I'm not doing that. So it's not a big deal, but like it's, you Fuck know, them feet. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So like it's, you know, and I, like I can stand beside it and like use one hand to move the controls. And like, I can move it forward and back with the blades on standing beside the mower. And I'm like, this is not, this is not safe. <laughs> So, Google searches how to redo the safeties. Yeah, I don't want to buy the sensors. They probably threw away or bypassed. Oh. So, because I'm sure they're several hundred dollars. It's interesting when people bypass safety mechanisms because neutral safety switches on cars. So, mm-hmm. like if you have a manual transmission vehicle, yeah. the design is when you go to start it, it won't let it start unless you have the clutch depressed, mm-hmm. meaning that it's not in gear. So, because if you start it in gear, it will drive in the direction that the gear is. <laughs> yep. So you can, people would put remote starts on manual mm-hmm. transmission vehicles, would have them drive through the garage door mm-hmm. or into the, into the house, stuff like that. And we get phone calls all the time. Hey, how do I bypass this? You don't. You, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, yep. can I just wire it together? You can do whatever you want. If you were using it in an automatic transmission. You could do that. Yeah. We don't recommend it with a manual transmission car because you can run yourself over in the garage. Yeah. Or worse, drive through your house and kill your whole family. <laughs> I would, you got to hit them with some shit like that. Really make them understand yeah. like, hey. Well, I don't want to wreck my car. Stop fucking this thing. <laughs> leave leave those people alone. Yeah. <sighs> yeah I, it's it's interesting to me to disable the safety. Feel like my, my mother, when she got her new car, mm-hmm. it it has the collision avoidance mm-hmm. and like the emergency braking and stuff. And she's like, I hate that so much. It's so annoying. I turn it off, but only when I'm driving around town. And I was like, you mean when you're most likely to <laughs> have you a kid run most? out in front of the car? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah. And I was uh, like, all right. <laughs> I, I think in the range, cause the Ranger has a lot of that shit in the Ranger. I have, I have the lane keep system turned off. Because I so hate does, the way it grabs the wheel if you get okay. too close to the line. I was going to ask, does yours just buzz or alert you when no, you're changing no, no. lanes grabs, without the blinker, it, or does it, it try and save you? It doesn't. It's weird what it does. Like, it doesn't pull you back to the middle, but it also, like, it. it's like the the steering wheel kind of, like, move. It's weird. It's, it's, it's hard to describe because, like, it... It doesn't, it's not like a drastic thing, but like it's gradual enough that like you, it freaks you out the first couple of times it happens. Okay. So I, I turn that off, but I don't have like, it'll do the collision beeps and you know, whatever, all the other stuff that it does. Like I left all that on. I just kept, I turned the lane keep off cause that shit, like if you go to get into a turn lane, like if you're getting off I four right, you, and you get in the turn lane a little earlier, you know, whatever, and you cross over the white line, you know, where the, when the turn lane first opens or whatever. Would it's going to grab the fucking steer. Yeah, it, w- most likely. But also, like, if, it, if there's nobody around me, I'm just going to fucking get over when I get over. And it's going to grab the fucking steering wheel because it thinks you're freaking the fuck out. Right. So I remember riding in Mike's RL mm-hmm. probably 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. 12 years ago. Yeah. Something like that. And he, right. was, he was texting somebody, and the car in front of us stopped to make a turn. Mm-hmm. And the whole car slammed on the brakes and, and stopped us from colliding mm-hmm. with him. And he looks up, he's like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, that is absolutely a fucking mic response to a situation like that. I love it. It's cool, it, calm, and collected no matter what's going on. But it worked. I mean, it did what yeah. it was supposed to, and it was far ahead of. Oh, yeah. Like, those are standard-ish features now, but and that existed in the car you know, way back when. Mm-hmm. But, it, I mean, if it works, yeah, it it's, works. It's gotten better. You know, it's like I said, it's the, the 
I don't think it's overly sensitive. I drove a Cadillac when I was on a work trip five or six years ago, if not longer. It was like a CTS, like a base model one that I that I got as a rental. Uh, and it had it, and it was not as refined as like the Ranger is now. Um, and it was very tricky to, to like I I turned a lot of the shit off in that because it was like, um, but you know, it would, like it would the whole steering wheel would vibrate and it would take it out of your hand, not take it out of your hands, but like it would pull you back in whatever direction it thought you needed to go on top of the steering wheel vibrating. I was like, this is terrible. I'm trying to roll you over. Yeah, basically. <laughs> But, and that's, so that's, I guess that's the, now that you say roll over, because it, it puts enough tension on the steering wheel that you can't overcorrect it by freaking out, but also like it, it's in the, it's like a counter thing too. Like you can't, it's, it's so fucking weird. I don't know. Ashley's car has to have some shit like that. You know, it doesn't. Really? Not that, yeah, it, hers is a 17, but hmm. So I wondered if BMW is like Subaru in the sense that like they don't make they're it. like Apple and they wait <laughs> until yeah, it's perfect. D- d- correct. And they're five years was, behind on copy paste, but it's far superior to Androids. And that was always my thing about the Subarus is well, they didn't put backup cameras in cars that failed after ten thousand miles, or they Damn. didn't they didn't put the crash avoidance stuff until they had it correct. Correct. Yeah. Whereas a lot of, or a CVT. So when a yeah. lot of people were like, well, don't buy a car with a CVT because the continuously variable transmission, Looking at you, Nissan, <laughs> <laughs> but Subaru had them and weren't having any issues with mm-hmm. them because they waited like eight years before putting into them into something. And yeah. So, sense. and I wonder if BMW does the same. They might like their upper level the 7 series is going to have all the bells and whistles like a Mercedes S class does. I wonder how Volvo is first to market with a lot of this stuff and has the high quality marks that Volvo gets. Everything's expensive and they don't worry about building a good looking car. It's true. <laughs> all right, valid points. <laughs> all right, take four know. kitchen the chairs, S60, set them in a box. The S60R was I'd still I'd still Yeah, what are those 80 grand? A new one, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't Yeah. But that's so. the thing, too, with, like, the Mercedes S-Class. They mm-hmm. say if you want to see where the automotive industry will be in 15 to 20 years, look at what the S-Class yeah. is doing now. <laughs> and I remember probably five years ago, you could buy, an like, an S500 or whatever mm-hmm. that had multiple sensors on the front of it that would do um, – it would sense the variances in the road mm-hmm. because it's triangulating position, and it would adjust the suspension – firmness and whatnot mm-hmm. so that like it ob- calculated and absorbed all the impacts as you're going down the road so you could hit a speed bump at like 40 and never feel it in the car hmm. because the suspension did everything That's it was supposed to do yeah. which is great yeah. until it breaks yeah yeah <laughs> and until then it's a fortune until you walk out into your garage and all four airbags <laughs> that do that have fucking deflated overnight and you're stuck you gotta and there's fucking, a gaggle of children stuffed yeah. under the car seventeen thousand dollars to have it all replaced and you're six months out of warranty that's it that's it. <sighs> Welcome to owning a fucking Mercedes. <laughs> you know what? You know what? My favorite new feature in the Ranger is being able to start my truck from the app on my phone and or lock the doors or unlock the doors. You know, that's like now a, that's something that wasn't available on all the Rangers. You had to have a certain package or is that essentially standard um, equipment on the Rangers? I think then? it's on the XLT and up it's standard. I think okay. the XLs don't get it. Uh, or you can add it to the XLs. Um, but, like, it's because it's so fucking hot. Like, when Jen and I go places, like, if we're going to be in the store for, like, 20 minutes, as soon as we walk away from the truck and the truck runs for, like, 10 minutes, 
when you remote start it. So we'll walk away from the truck. I will remote start the truck as soon as we walk <laughs> away from it. So the AC keeps running <laughs> and then I'll let it, you know, if we're going to be in the store 20, 30 minutes or whatever, I'll at like the, when we're like 10 minutes from leaving the store, I will use my phone to remote start it again. That way it's been running for like 10 minutes by the time we get back to it. And it's not fucking hotter than Satan's taint in there. You may as well have just left it running and taking the key fob with you. <laughs> Well, that I way have, it just I runs have, in the parking lot. I only have one, and the key fob is attached to the key. It's one unit. Oh, you don't have a push button mm-hmm. start. Got it. I do have a push button. No, no, no. I, not a push button start. Sorry. Yeah. No, I don't. It doesn't have a push button start. The so Ashley seventeen does and, not have remote start. Really? Not that I've found. I feel like it's a software update or something, or I'm just not smart Trade enough. Trade that thing in. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but the 08 Lexus that we just picked up mm-hmm. as a a fix it and sell it car i love what you do for me it's got a remote start on it yeah remote start remote windows down Mm -hmm. all that jazz and i'm like man there's there's a way to add that there's like a it's like a 75 dollar module that you plug into the ranger and it'll like if you press the lock button three times like rapidly it'll roll down all four windows so ashley's car does that if i press and hold the unlock button it rolls down the windows and it'll open the sunroof yeah but Nope, no remote start. Remote yeah. start would be nice when it's when it's useful. I will so. tell you, the the first time I got back into the hot F-150 that does not have remote start, I was like, fuck, I really take this remote start thing for granted. And immediately f- I was like, I wonder what a remote start costs for this thing, because that'd be kind of nice. On my old ass truck, obviously yeah. no remote yeah. start. Yeah. But no, the, no, the no, seat sometimes belts. just no start in general. Exactly. <laughs> the seatbelts are all metal. Yeah. So if oh, it's God, sitting fuck. in the sun where it's getting oh, hit with oh, the God. sunlight, you get into it and burn the ever living bejesus out of your back. The 91 Sonoma my grandfather gave me when I was like 19 or 20 was like that. Like the fucking the seatbelts were all metal. The buckles were all metal. Like yep. it was just like you'd get into that thing after like it's sitting in the parking lot all day at school and just immediately burn your fucking side. It's a God thousand. Damn it's it. not even shiny anymore. It's orange. Yeah. And then you just fucking like you and you've got to touch it to like put it on. I'm like, this is bullshit. This is why I don't yeah, wear my seatbelt. Just it's out, the the windshield blockers make a huge difference. Yep. I mean, they're inconvenient. You look like an idiot when you're wrestling them in the front of the car, yeah. <laughs> but it's worth it, man. I noticed and we were driving the new the new truck. I noticed the windshield is tinted, but it's not. It's with that like 80 percent. Like, like the ceramic stuff? I don't know if it's ceramic or not because the the Ranger's windshield is tinted in ceramic and I can like put my the back of my hand on the windshield after it's been sitting in the parking lot mm-hmm. and it is not cool to the touch, but it's not as hot as, you know, it should be. And right. like I'll put my I put the back of my hand up to the F one fifties windshield after it was sitting like while we were mowing at one of the places and like it was like v- hot as hot. And I'm like, Yeah. Oh. I'm like I'm fucking back a hairless hand. Yeah, so I'm fucking, I gotta get that, I gotta get that situated quick, cause that fucking, that makes a huge difference. Like, I didn't, it made a huge difference in the Ranger from the get-go. Not that you're worried about the the work truck surviving as long as possible interior-wise, but but that's one of those things, like, even if you don't go dark on the tint, cause I know a lot of people don't want dark tint and stuff, and you don't want to get tickets. Get something in general. Yeah, just to reject the UV, because, so like the Lexus, Mm -hmm. It's that time frame that that mid to late two thousands. Yeah, they were prone to like the interiors getting mm-hmm. sticky and and yep. melting and cracking. And had someone tinted it from the get go, including the problem. windshield. Yep, it'd be fine. Yep. And it stays so much cooler, man. The AC yep. doesn't have to work as hard. No, not at all. 
the uh, when I was looking at used trucks, I I and I told you this, but like I I I realized while looking at used trucks how beneficial window tint is. <laughs> from from seeing yeah. how some of these the interiors of these trucks that didn't have any tint on the windows held up over the years is just fucking it's, it's disgusting. And I wish I knew then what I know now. Like yeah. Tint everything first. First thing to do when you buy a car, even if you have to. Even if you have to have the dealership do it and add yeah. five dollars a month onto your payment, it is going to. I be was worth the lucky in that respect because working in the car audio slash tint shop, like that was the first thing anybody did. Like it was just like so when I'm buying, my first car was not very first car was not tinted, and then the truck my grandfather gave me he had tinted, so I didn't worry. I didn't have to worry about that one. But like the very first car I bought on my own, first thing I did was fucking. I'm in the stereo shop anyway, bitch. We tinting this thing up. It's still got a temp tag on it. It's tint. Yep. I mean, yep. all of the all of the rentals that come from the Nissan dealership and end up in ditches mm-hmm. in in the bad parts of town. Yep. That's the first thing they do. They get the rental. They drive it to the house. They tint the outside of the windows mm-hmm. with a Walmart tint. Real quick. I will. I will tell you. When I worked at the car audio slash tint shop, we had regular customers that once or twice a month would show up with a Impala or some sort of rental. They would pay $100 cash and just slap whatever you can on the outside. I miss those days. Yeah. $100 to tin a car. You know what's weird is it, it, so the place that I used to work at, he's still in business and is a good friend. Like I talk to him fairly regularly. Um, he'll still tint like a two door car for 100 bucks. It won't be ceramic or anything like that. Like he's just going to use standard, you know, cheapy, cheapy. Cheap, yeah. Well, and he, <laughs> the, part of the reason he's so cheap is about 10 years ago, he bought out a tint manufacturer. <laughs> okay. So like, he's literally just like selling the shit he's making. So he's not, um, does he make the ceramic stuff too? Yeah. Like he does. if you yeah, wanted yeah. to upgrade it. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, you know, like he'll, I mean, he has where you can pay two or $300 for a tint job. Like it's, you know, he's got that, that level of film and shit, but that's okay too. Cause that's still cheaper. Like I paid oh, almost yeah. 400 for the Subaru. Yeah. Yeah. I, I paid, how much did I pay for the Ranger? I only the had the Subaru two was 2012. <laughs> I paid, I paid 230 for the Ranger, and it was just the two front windows and the windshield. So, and you did not do ceramic. On, oh, you I did, did do ceramic, ceramic on the yeah, windshield. Yeah. Ceramic was getting my windshield done. Ceramic was almost as much as the rest of the car. Yeah. See, and and it's because I've been like I've known Dave so long, and Dave didn't do the Ranger because he didn't. I didn't have time to get to Orlando with it for you know whatever so i had the ranger done locally but like dave is like 50 dollar windshield for me and you know like like i'll take the f-150 to him and probably for 150 bucks he'll tint the whole f-150 in ceramic and the windshield nice so i need to need to get with you and maybe tint the lexus yeah just let me know so i'll call dave have you drop it off so hi i'm dave yeah no the um but yeah no it's just like one of those things like i you know yeah i will fucking forever tint vehicles it's this the is, right thing to do. Yeah. This has been the wildest. Boringest. Ever. I mean, maybe the boringest. I don't know. All 31 of our listeners will have to check in with us. I mean, if, if we're, if we're staying on the car topic, I've got my, uh, let's go. my Dean's list. It's car related. Let's go. I was All hoping right. for a car related one. Dean's list. <laughs> so the Dean's list is uh, a, a reoccurring segment where one of us comes up with um, a top five, bottom five. You could even go more if you wanted to uh and they all pertain to a a common topic uh we've done fast food we've done 
snack cakes I think we mentioned earlier. Like mm-hmm. it picked out the Chucko rounds. Um, I, this week, <laughs> was thinking about uh, the excuses you hear or crazy statements you hear at the track or while out racing um, that both of us have probably heard a bunch of times. And I think it'll uh, be something for you to comment on, too. Oh, yeah. I've already got one. Hopefully you don't steal it. Uh, I'm sure it's it's probably uh, the first one that's on here. Mm, probably. So you go out racing and somebody gets crushed by the opponent and the first thing out of their mouth is something to the effect of, I was just on low boost or just on medium boost, even though they showed up to race. Yeah. And, and the thing is, well, why didn't you show up with all of it? And I remember you one time telling a guy. Nope, nope, you, nope, 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 <laughs> You're going to say yeah, it? I'm, finish your list. Because um, I got a fucking story that pertains to that one, buddy. Uh, same vein, someone says, uh, and I saw this one today online. Mm-hmm. A car went and made a great pass. And as soon as they posted about it, they had all the pre-excuses. <laughs> oh, it's still on a soft tune. We're not leaning on it. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like stock 30 pounds. Stock air yeah, freshener. 30 pounds of boost. And we're not leaning on it. And Or someone will say the car's untuned. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, if you're going to be out here making 1,000 horsepower untuned, you're going to blow your shit up. Yeah. So we know that's not true. <laughs> untuned. Okay. Um, let's see. I left my good tires at home mm-hmm. or I left some component of my car at mm-hmm. home. So that's why I lost tonight, even though I brought it out to the race. Don't spot. have, don't have my bottle. Yeah. <laughs> my, no. Well, that goes right into the next one. When someone says something isn't working the way it was supposed to, my, my nitrous kit wasn't mm-hmm. nitrousing. Kit wasn't kitten, right? Kit wasn't kitten. <laughs> uh, again, if you bring it, if you bring the turd box out to race, it should be ready to race. Yeah. Um, one of the comments I've heard a lot at like the track uh, was straight off the trailer. Mm-hmm. Car does this straight off the trailer, meaning allegedly we haven't made any adjustments. It is as except it for all the adjustments you made yeah. at your house with the data you got the last time you were at the <laughs> right. track. So it's just another bullshit statement. Yeah. Um, I hate that. Someone, I think I hate so, that one the most. Straight off the uh, trailer is the dumbest shit, guys. Will, and, and it's very, <laughs> it's very nerdy. But in the RC drag racing world. Guys will oh, say God. straight off the tailgate, and like they're they're dead ass serious when they say it. Like, oh yeah, I haven't done anything. We were out fucking two out or two two separate yeah. nights this week. You did this four for nights a four week. hours. Yeah, you didn't you didn't use any of that data. You just fucking slapped it on the road and hope for get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's it's a stupid yeah. stupid statement. So um, oh go ahead. Yep, uh, people showing up at a, a location to to race and then saying i wasn't expecting to race same thing as like the uh i left my tires at home and then last one is and we used to see this all the time there was one guy in particular who would run his mouth Mm -hmm. you'd tell him you want to race and then he'd immediately go to oh well i'm not racing unless you got x number of dollars and if and if you said that's fine i'll come up with a grand he'll be like three grand and he just run the money up until he figured you'd back down. Yeah. Just all that goofy trash. Yeah. Straight uh, off the trailer. <laughs> now the uh there was there was a, a guy we all used to know. <laughs> he's got a he's got an Evo. And he brought this Evo out and he got he got a train ran on him by a by a, a common friend of ours. And it was probably it had to, at the very least, 
it was five years later. We're standing in a parking lot in Orlando and he's got his car out there and he's talking about this particular race and, and out of his mouth comes, I was only on 40 pounds that night and everybody, everybody like kind of quieted up, but there was still some, some talking, like some chatter and stuff. And I, and I just like, I, I looked at him and I said, hold on. If you ever, (laughs) ever use the words only and 40 pounds of boost in the same sentence again, sir, we're going to have problems. The 40 is not only, that's not an only 40 is pretty much everything you have at this point. 40 is 40 is everything because we're talking, that's a big number (laughs) we're talking. So, but you've got to, to put it into perspective, it's 2023, 40 pounds in, in, in 2023, for a lot of people's programs, forty pounds might be low boost now. They're they're pushing for the limits legit, pretty heavily for legit Absolutely. race car stuff. There's yeah. people making 60, 60 70, 80, yeah, yeah. hundred pounds of boost. So so that's probably more common. Like if you said only forty pounds of boost today for this particular car and the way it was set up, I wouldn't be as as mad about it today. But this is so. Like 2009? Like no. Well, so this is like 2009, 2010 when he says it. Okay. The was race say, was in like 05. <laughs> so in 05, 40 pounds of boost was like probably a lie. He probably wasn't making that much power right. bec- or that much boost because in 05, 40 pounds of boost on a fucking Evo is is everything it can take at that point. Like they've come a long way now. You know, forty right. pounds is probably low boost in, in a lot of these max effort Evos. Like I get it. But, yeah, race but in two thousand five, <laughs> forty PSI is fucking unheard of. Yeah. Sir. And it, and this was you know, race gas, it was everything. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and, max effort. And, and got crushed by a legitimate yeah. p- pump gas seventies car, all steel, all the glass, like not a light no. car like it was just a i mean it was done right but it wasn't no. anything drastic and it wasn't on the nitrous or anything so because well, i was out there that night like that was the first night i went out with the volusia guys oh was it yeah like so i was i was there that night like i watched the shit happen like like i was like uh sir that's 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 not the case like you're well, in five years wild. later you're still talking about it's weird too sorry it, it was wild that evo is and i mean we may be getting into all the technical stuff yeah. but like both feet on the floor, clutch on the floor, throttle pedal on the mm-hmm. floor, bouncing off the rev limit, and steps off the clutch and goes, <laughs> and turns off the first yeah. time. And it's like, what? Yep. what? Yeah. That was the same night the guy lost his T-tops in the Trans Am on the side of County Road 3. No. Yeah. Because the, or was did it? we go to we go to both spots? Because the T-tops on County Road 3 was when the fuel slot guys came out. Manny's Evo was all the way out at where... Uh, 15A dead ends into 11. Then maybe I wasn't there for Manny. I thought, I swore to God I was there for Manny. I mean, I made a video about it way yeah, back when. I may have, maybe it was the video that I saw then. I swore I was there for Manny, though. You might have been. I wasn't yeah. there the night the T-tops came off, I don't think. You you were there the night the T-tops went off because I went up there with fucking, what's his face? Fuck face. Oh. Was so, that the night that like beep a bunch of people came out from Orlando, like the GTR th- and everything? Maybe no, that wasn't. There was no GTR or anything that night. Huh. So I feel like the T tops was at Red Trans Am, wasn't it? No, it was black. 
Hmm. It was. Oh. I, don't, I don't think it would be either way. We're in the week Paul now. Would, Paul would remember. <laughs> I'll, I'll ask him when he picks up the trailer. Yeah. Good luck. You're never gonna know. <laughs> it's like a. It's like a lollipop. You're never gonna know how many licks it takes to get to the center. How will they even know? Yeah. Do you uh, you got uh, you got your trash or treasure ready too? <laughs> yeah, I, I got trash or treasure this week. <laughs> trash, 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 trash. So Trash or Treasure is another uh, reoccurring program where one of us picks somebody of at least <laughs> at least slight fame uh, and describes them so the other one can uh, ideally guess who it is, mm-hmm. and we, we make a determination whether that person is in fact trash uh, or treasure. You ready? See. All right. So this person is still alive and was born in October of well, 1949. Shit. Yep. <laughs> Um, they were born in New York state. Uh, they have been married three times and have six children. Um, English, Scottish, Irish, Dutch, and Welsh, uh, by descent born with dyslexia. Uh, sorry, not born with dyslexia, <laughs> diagnosed with dyslexia as a child. Um, this is person, Norm McDonald, it is not, is he alive? I don't know. Uh, younger brother died in a car accident in 76. Uh, this will be important later. Um, went to a place called Sleepy Hollow High School, which I just thought was kind of fun. It's not really important. Um, went to college on a football scholarship, but a knee injury ended that portion of their athletics. Uh, competed in college sports in another field at a very high level and eventually went on to successive higher levels of that sport. Um, has been described as an all-American hero as an athlete. Um, has been an athlete in television, film, writing, automobile racing, which I did not know about uh, until this, and business. Any guesses so far? Mm-mm. It's not much to go with. Mm. Um, they were the spokesperson for Tropicana at one point, Minolta, and Buster Brown Shoes. Um they were an IMSA racing driver in the 80s, which I thought was pretty neat. Um, was it Brad this Pitt? Per- Whom? Brad Pitt? Oh, and a 49 nope. is way too, way too old. Never yeah, mind. way too old. Um, this person was considered for the role of Superman before it was awarded to Christopher Reeve, which I thought was neat. Christopher Reeve won't stand for that. Nope, he's also dead. Um, let's see. I, I want to... The rest of them end up getting pretty specific, and I feel like they're going to give it away. Um, so after college, this person went on to compete uh, in a Pan American Games and eventually the Olympic Games, um, winning a gold medal in 1976 and holding a high score in that event until 1991 for any American. Uh, has been on magazine covers, including Playgirl. Um, is quoted as saying... In 1972, I made the decision that I would go for four years and totally dedicate myself to what I was doing, and that I would move on after it, move on after it was over with. I went into that competition knowing that would be the last time I would ever do this. It hurts every day when you practice that hard. Plus, when this is over, I've got the rest of my life to recuperate. Who cares how bad it hurts? In reference to their Olympic appearance in in 76, where they, again, won the gold medal. It's a Caitlyn Jenner. It is Caitlin. Holy Jenner. shit. Um, a couple other hints that I was hesitant to give because it, it makes it mm-hmm. easy. Uh, 
was on Wheaties cereal boxes for a while. Yeah. Um, is the father of Kendall Kylie Jenner. <laughs> Kendall and Kylie Jenner. So that'd be kind of a, a giveaway. Mm-hmm. There, the Jenners are of well, those two are of Kardashian fame. Mm-hmm. Um, the big one that comes up uh, as to why this person catches negative attention is in 2015, Jenner was involved in a fatal mul- multiple vehicle collision on Pacific Coast Highway in Malibu. Uh, Kim Howe, an animal rights activist and actress, was killed when Jenner's SUV ran into Howe's car. Uh, accounts of the sequence of collisions have varied, as have the number of people who were injured. Uh, prosecutors declined to file criminal charges, but three civil lawsuits were filed against Jenner. Um, a Hollywood agent who was also hit by Howe's car uh, settled the case in December of 15 house children settled their cases in January 16 and the financial details were never disclosed in either case. Um, so that kind of comes back to Jenner's brother having been killed in a car crash. Hmm. And, um, so Jenner, Caitlin Jenner started life as Bruce Jenner, uh, which is where you would have seen all the Olympic stuff is, is when Caitlin was Bruce, the, when Bruce transitioned, excuse me, or came out as trans. It was the first, I think probably the biggest name at the time to ever come out as a, a trans individual. Um, there were, there were definitely people who accused Caitlyn Jenner of publicity stunts, trying to get back in the limelight, having fallen out after the Kardashians kind of took over, which was his family. Mm -hmm. Um, which is not nice to accuse someone of. No. Um, there has been pushback from the LGBTQ community over some of the stances that Caitlyn Jenner has taken about trans issues that while Caitlyn Jenner was the trans biggest name in trans at the time, kind of shitting on people who were slightly different within the LGBTQ community that weren't in the same mold as Caitlyn was. She is the Clarence Thomas of transgenders. (laughs) Fuck. That would be a terrible way to describe someone. Like I'd be sad if I was ever described as the yeah, Clarence no. Thomas of anything. <laughs> I agree. That's only relative to me because one of the podcasts I listened to did a, a special episode on like some of like the dissents and shit Clarence Thomas has done, and like pointed out a lot of the hypocrisy in his like his, oh yeah. a lot of his writings. And but it like it rings true with Caitlyn Jenner for me. Like a lot of the shit that she does and says is very transgender for me, not for thee. Right, I get like to it's enjoy the benefits of yeah, this, but yeah. you shouldn't get yeah, to. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. It seems to be a reoccurring theme with successful people. Usually, is I got the benefits you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked hard for this. Fuck you. So, it, so it really makes in a time frame where criticizing someone in the trans community results in being accused of being anti-trans, mm-hmm. being a bigot. The LGBTQ community has a hard time walking that that tightrope of calling Caitlyn Jenner out when she's being terrible, mm-hmm. but also not being seen as being anti-trans themselves. Yeah. So like it's a that's a tough one. It is, and I wonder I wonder <coughs> like it's 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 a very tightrope to have to walk. Like it's uh, Jenner- not Jenner's also run for political office, um, has likened herself to Donald Trump and Ted Cruz, is friendly with them, um, kind of broke ways with with the Donald Trump uh, when he made some anti-trans comments, uh, but has 
has later gone back to likening herself to Trump, to yeah. a Trump-like candidate. I just, so. you know, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna go trash. Um, I is it because you're anti-trans? No, <laughs> I know. I just want to be clear. I, no, I'm yeah, not yeah, asking yeah. that as a serious <laughs> no, question. I know, I know. This isn't this isn't this isn't the the wedding ring conversation with Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I choked on the water. <laughs> I, you're lucky she didn't choke you out. Yeah. Um, the, I don't know that that she has done anything like major, but I, I just think like trying to say that trans people shouldn't have the rights that she clearly enjoys the the you know the benefits of just automatically makes you trash. Like, I don't think there's, you know, like the car accident thing, you know, was whatever, you know, and, you know, one of the greatest athletes, you know, in the, when she was Bruce, like it was. Yeah, won the decathlon. Yeah, yeah, and and like a, an actual American hero, you know, like all of those are great things, but I, I think overshadows very easily when you're against people not having rights, especially a group of people that you are now a part of. My, <clears throat> I would have said this person was trash even if they had never transitioned Mm -hmm. because of the close proximity to the Kardashians who I see as trash. Yeah. To some extent he enables a lot of that or enabled a lot of it especially in the beginning when he was heavily involved in the show. You know, it's like a main character and shit. I can't believe that show has so many seasons and so many spinoffs. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just it's visual garbage. Yeah. But. My ex watched it religiously and all the spinoffs and shit. And like, it it's was a red flag. I, I know that now I didn't know that at the time, but like, I know more about the Kardashians and I feel like I personally should just because of that. And like, I, I don't follow them at all anymore. Like I, you know, cause I only know that some of them have names that start with K and apparently there's sons in the family, not just mm-hmm. daughters. Yeah. Well, there's one That's son. It. I think one son. Yeah. I don't just the one son. So Rob. Trash. Yeah. Trash. Um the Yeah, the the whole family's trash, but <laughs> it's just you know, and it's weird cuz like Kim will have these things where like she'll redeem herself to some some extent where she was working to get sentences overturned of wrongly convicted people. You know, and but, and she's so she's done some things like that. They're like, "All right, well that's cool." But then like everything else she does is just a grift for money. But but and is that pisses the me off. Is the working to get people's sentences overturned, is it a a move that is going to look good for the person based on what their publicist says? Or is it like a legitimate, this is what I want to do regardless of how it looks? Like Ashton Kutcher. Like I'm not a fan of Ashton Kutcher as an actor, but he essentially sidelined his acting career mm-hmm. to put a lot of time, money, and effort into fighting human trafficking. Yeah, And he's not on and stage not, you're not trying to bring attention same... to himself. You're not getting that same level of commitment from from Kim for her cause, but I don't think that takes away from her doing it necessarily. Like she's no, because I, I don't think she's doing it for the wrong for reasons? the wrong reasons. Yeah, I think she's okay. doing it for the right reasons. I just you're not going to get that kind of focus from her. Like she wouldn't give up everything to do it tomorrow, like Ashton would. No, I, I think that's probably the difference. Like she's she's legitimate. She wants to do it. You know, she thinks she's doing the right thing. It's not a publicity thing necessarily. But it's but a also, side project. But it's a side project. It's not, you know, it's not like it couldn't be her everything. 
I think my favorite part about Kim Kardashian is that she upset crazy Kanye. I think she caused crazy Kanye, honestly. You don't think he was nuts before that? I, I think he was. I think okay. all I think all artists are to an extent. There's, I think there's, that's fair. There's level of nuts that they all have. Um, I I think the and and there's other examples of the Kardashians turning people yeah. into fucking <laughs> train wrecks. Oh yeah. So like I you know it, it's one of those things where like if you're on a scale of one to ten, if you're like a three most days and like worst case scenario pre Kardashian, you get up to like a six. All right, cool. But then post Kardashian, every day is a fucking nine, and some days they push you to a thirteen. Yeah, I mean, there was clearly a point in time where he was having a mental breakdown issue. And, like, even other people, you know, professionals commented, hey, you're having a crisis. You need to get help. Yeah. Um, I think it's weird to go from Kanye to Pete Davidson. But mostly because I don't think Pete Davidson's a good-looking guy at all. Pete Davidson's probably got a big old hog, though. You know, Ariana Grande said that about him, and Pete quickly refuted he's like don't tell people that yeah don't tell (laughs) people that i don't i wouldn't if i'm pete davidson i don't want people knowing that either well he he said that was very nice of her but she's lying he's like do you realize how bad that is for me the next person who sees it's like well that's not that big of a deal yeah but i was like yeah i get it i don't know i feel like he's probably got a big old hog it's because he's skinny that's i mean it happens listen you know lose some weight hang a salami on jack skellington I got to get a folding chair for my skeleton. I'm waiting to see what I'm, I'm waiting to see what one of the put him on the mower. I'm waiting to see what one of the five fucking hurricanes out in the Atlantic or the one of the five storms out in the Atlantic is probably going to do before I go putting my fucking skeleton up. We're not going to have as bad of a time as as California's. I highly doubt that. You think it'll be worse? No, I think we're going to have a terrible hurricane season. Oh, I mean, I mean, it's going to be stormy. I just mean we're more used to it. Than oh yeah, a place yeah, yeah. that but hasn't I, seen a tropical storm in eighty-four years and doesn't know. have any kind of structure. If for there's it. if there's five storms rolling through the Atlantic at the same time, we're going to get hit with at least one. Gonna, yeah, and it's you know, with the water temperature, the surface water temperature being up near a hundred <laughs> degrees every day, yeah, breaking records. Yeah, it's fucking you oh. know, it's all bad times. I hate what, it here. The part I hate the most about that situation isn't even the people that are going to continue to deny it, even though it's mm-hmm. glaringly obvious. It's going to be the people that go, well, what can we do about it? Or how come <laughs> nobody told us? Or how did we get in this position? Yeah. It's like, you fucker. <laughs> like, this has been a thing that's been talked about for decades. And then you still have idiots like Kennedy or whoever that's asking if sea level rises from rocks falling in the water Absolutely. off a cliff. That's all it's from, Robert. Don't worry about it. If you were ever going to be president, I'd hope you end up like your dad. That wasn't the Kennedy I was talking about. No. But yeah, him too. And that wasn't his dad. It was. I thought. I thought it was. I don't think dad. RFK is JFK's kid. He might be. I didn't think he was. I thought it was like his nephew. I'm sure you'll find it before Hold I on. do. RFK but it was Ted Kennedy dad. is the one I was talking about. RFK Jr.'s dad is Robert F. Kennedy. I mean, that would be why he was a junior. Yeah. And who and who on. was the president? Wait, John F. Kennedy was the president. Okay. Correct, Jeff. Right, there we go. There we go. All right, sorry, <laughs> fuck me. All right, listen, I can't read. You just, you know, you did a dean's list on the best presidents. 
or worse presidents. Worse, how yeah. You, JFK would have you, never been on that list. No, but how do you not remember the JFK? He was like the... He would have never been on the worst presidents list. That's true. So I, wouldn't, I wasn't even thinking about him. Yeah, but I, he's fresh in our minds. No. He's not fresh in his mind. No. <laughs> the only thing that's fresh there is a... Anyway. Shrapnel. Some Lincoln paint. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, this is going to get us on a list. So if you if you get a chance, I'll have to send you what the series is. But there's one of the correspondents from The Daily Show has a, I think she's from The Daily Show, has a British accent. And she's got a special <laughs> series on Netflix. Is that the one where she asks like the most ridiculous questions? Yeah, like a series? Sasha Baron yeah, Cohen type yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah. She has, so she's going through all of human history. And we just watched the episode where she was talking about um, the time frame Lincoln was the president. Mm-hmm. And... She asked a historian <laughs> if he got shot because he wore a hat in the theater and blocked someone's view. <laughs> That's fucked. Funny. I was like, oh no. I, w- I didn't realize I was on Netflix. I see the clips oh, dude, of it every so now and then, like on my TikTok. Talk, but I, uh, it, it's something to watch with a wife. Like yeah. it's it is we'll fantastic, it it, and it just keeps it. It's very Sasha Baron Cohen. It just keeps getting more and more ridiculous mm-hmm. with the shit she says. Perfect. And, and the people she interviews do their best to like answer her questions, thinking mm-hmm. that she's serious. And it's funny when the British people are like, no, I don't think I'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. You ready to get out of here? Sure. Well, we appreciate So, by the way, I, I said the Jenner is the trash. Yeah. Good, good, good. Good. Glad we agree on that one. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, do not travel to Belarus. If you just in case you were thinking about doing that, I don't. The, I mean, unless one of our South African listeners was thinking about heading there, I don't think yeah. one of any of our American listeners were. The the U.S. Uh, has issued a get the fuck out advisory for any Americans that happen to be in Belarus, um, and then said if you decide to travel there, do not rely on the U S to be able to evacuate. You should something happen, have a contingency plan. He's our whole asshole. Have a will have all kinds of shit. And last time they issued one of these, uh, like about Ukraine two Mm -hmm. weeks later, Russia invaded. So don't they already have Belarus? Uh, Belarus is very sympathetic to Russia and Russia has been putting troops in Belarus. So the, the conspiracy, I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory. There yeah. are people who are theorizing that Belarus is going to directly enter into the war with Ukraine. Uh-huh. So then it'll be a hostile scenario there, too. Huh. Ukraine's been blowing up shit inside of Russia at this point now, too. So. Good. <laughs> we need to send them some drones. Uh, they so rednecks. A lot of a lot of the rules or stipulations on the U.S. sending any kind of equipment to Ukraine is that it is only to be used on Ukrainian soil. Yeah. That they can't use it to make attacks beyond their borders. Mm. I'm sure they will. And Hopefully. then we'll just go, oh, well, oops. Yeah. But we can't control what they do with the shit we send them. You know yeah, what I mean? we can just stop Iggy, sending Iggy. it. Yeah, right. That's not going to happen. The, gotta, keep, gotta keep Bell 3 Communications and Lockheed in business. The, We're not the at war right now. Gotta get them to somebody else. It is. Absolutely. Gotta, re, gotta restock. Gotta yeah. resupply. Come the, on now. The people Daddy that needs I, a new F 16. <laughs> The people I see online that say, this is terrible, it's a terrible expenditure, blah, 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 but didn't have a huge issue with the trillion spent in Afghanistan and Iraq. Make Did me I send laugh. you the video where the guy was like, they were talking about, he was talking to a Trump supporter about Ukraine, and he was like, the guy was like, oh yeah, I don't think we should be sending that money. 
And the guy's like, well, do you, do you think Russia should be able to just take over the region? You know, and where do you stop them from there? You know, is it on to Luxembourg? Is it on to, you know, Germany? Or, you know, where, where does where does it stop? Right. And the guy was like, you know, you're actually right. And I don't, he's like, that makes, that makes a lot of sense the way you, when you put it that way. <laughs> I was it, like, what? What the fuck just happened? I, I have a friend who is retired army and is potentially going to end up over in some of the surrounding countries doing, uh, not anything Intel related, but just supporting the training of people yeah. over there. And he was telling me that the people that work in his office are all former military and that there's some people who are very pro one party, anti another party. So no matter what happens, they don't like it. Yeah. Um, or they love it if it's their party. Mm-hmm. And he said, he asked me what I thought about the situation in Ukraine and sending all the equipment and stuff over there. And I told him my thought process is... We're not using it? Well, it's all old stuff, realistically. Yeah. It's outdated. We're not going to use it if we go to war. But but more importantly, our largest perceived adversary, military-wise, is getting leveled by a mid-sized country that generally wasn't thought of as having a big military. Mm-hmm. And all it costs us is the old shit we have sitting in the closet and shipping it there. We're not losing American lives. And they're dismantling mm-hmm. this other country that that is a huge adversary of ours or has been since since World War Two, effectively, when that ended, you know, Cold War and all that stuff. And I was like, it, to me, that sounds like the best investment we could make to defeat our enemy is letting other people die for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, it is terrible as that is. No, yeah, but it's, you know. and, and he's like, exactly. He's like, why the fuck are we going to let Americans die over there with newer equipment and have an all out war when they can have essentially a skirmish like they did in the eighties with the Russians, with the Taliban, when we supplied them with weapons, mm-hmm. he's like, but now we have better stuff and they're blowing their helicopters and tanks up. And he's like, and not a single American loses their life. He's like, even if you, even if you hate the president or love the president, he's like, this is a way better option than sending in yeah. our forces and losing yeah, thousands this is, this of Americans. Is, this is money we weren't, they weren't going to spend on us anyway. Yeah. I mean, it, oh. the defense budget would have gotten bloated with whatever it's yeah. doing, no matter what anyway. And Lockheed's still going to get their fucking 400 oh, yeah. billion out of the fucking budget. You know? Absolutely. Fuck. As they backward en- engineer UFOs and that's where all the missing money goes. Jesus Christ. I fucking hate it. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. We've we've ran we've we've ran another six minutes talking about shit nobody that listens to us cares about. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who listens to us doesn't care about shit anyway. That's true. Uh, all right. Well, we appreciate everybody listening. We uh, we're glad you joined us. We uh, we love you individually and as a collective group. Yay! So that's true. <laughs> the uh, uh, so we'll catch you guys in a couple weeks. Don't yes, crazy. We love Be you. wild and crazy kids. See you later. Bye. See ya. See ya. Hey kids, you've reached the end of the podcast. That's it. There's nothing more here. Just dead air and this closing statement. We appreciate your diligence though. Now go back about your day and come back for the next show. Or listen again. In fact, that sounds like a better plan. Grab another show. That's what I'm doing right now. Whoever listens the most wins. You don't really win anything really. Just the memories of better times, which is winning in my book. All right. Well, this is the actual end. Hand banana. <laughs>